Hey guys, can I ask you a question? How are your balls feeling right now? Are they super clean and dry? Does your partner complain or is not always willing to go downtown? If so, I've got something for you. I've just launched a new product called Down Under Comfort for my brand Emily and Tony. It's really unique. It's a cream to tapioca powder formula that is designed to keep men fresh and clean down under or wherever they need. And girls can use it too, under their breasts, their lower back, anywhere they want to stay fresh. So help keep this podcast free and your balls dry. Use code EMILY to get 20% off your first purchase. Check them out today at emilyandtony.com. Trust me and you're welcome. Hey, we're back here with Celeste and Danielle, sex and intimacy coaches offering cutting edge hands-on sex training. So if you have any sex questions, like that one thing that you're like, I can't quite get to the bottom of it, please call us tonight, 800-400-3697. That's 800-400-3697. It's been great hearing from you. We're getting some really good calls tonight. So, uh, cause we can, uh, we can kind of talk about everything here because their courses, I want to hear so, my next one, you have a lot of interesting courses that you teach that I definitely want to get into. Make sure you guys list them and when they're coming up. But one of them is around becoming multi-orgasmic. You have, can, and I'm wondering, you've, it's for men and women, right? You've multi, like, you teach, can men and women both learn? Can yes. any man or women learn to become multi-orgasmic? Yes. Yes. We teach it in private sessions. We do not teach it in a class. Okay. Um, because, you know, it's very individual. And when we... We do hands-on work with people, so we really see how they, um, you know, how they climax and how they wow. work with the body and how they actually build erotic energy in the body, uh, so we can help them become multi-orgasmic. That's amazing. So you actually, they go in and you watch them arouse themselves and how they go through it. That's got to be hard to do that in front of someone. I mean, you guys are doctors or you're, you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I th- you know, I think at first some people feel a little bit like um, nervous, but usually like after just having a few sessions with us, I mean, we're not going to do that in the first session. Right. Usually. You don't walk in. You're yeah, like, yeah. drop your pants. Right. <laughs> exactly. Here's so, a porno. You know, we, we help people feel really, really comfortable about themselves and in their bodies before we go into something like that. But, you know, any any man or woman can learn how to do it. And a man you know, too. Absolutely. You know, there's two separate functions there that happen at the same time for most men, but when you separate them out, men can have a number of orgasms before they actually come. Wow. Yeah. Before they, yeah. That's interesting. Okay. I, I, I didn't, I, uh, I, I read that, but I so. I also want to add that the power of witness, you know, like we are so shamed when we are pleasuring ourselves. There's so much shame in the culture around like self-pleasuring and just being witness doing this is so powerful, so powerful. People just, just this segment of being watched is completely transformative. Well, before we go on, can I say two things? Please. One of them is that I'm so happy to be on Alice because it's my favorite radio station and I listen to it all the time. And the other thing is I really want to give a shout out to my sisters who have a movie in, it's Pride Week, you know, coming up. And I'm really excited about it. And my sisters have a movie called Shafted. It's a short film and it's playing in the Frameline Film Festival. Oh, that's great. It's a great film festival. Yes. And Wednesday night we're going to have a barbecue, a bisexual barbecue in Dolores Park. And then we're going to march over and watch all of these films and, and the film Shafted is in it. Oh, it's about, congratulate her. And it's about um, uh, uh, losing the sex toys in a lesbian divorce. So losing it's a very, the sex toys. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's a very, very funny. That's so, so it runs in the good, family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's a great movie, and, and so I'd love for people oh, to Oh, that's see great. It. Yeah. Congratulations. It's this, it's this Wednesday, you said? Yeah, this Wednesday, and then also Sunday um, in, in Fun in Girl Shorts, which is another one of the showings. Okay. Got it. Pride Week is so much fun, though. I know. I, I love, love Pride Week. week. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. A lot of parties going we on. we got to do something fun next week for Pride Week. 
I, I always go to Bambuda Lounge. Oh yeah, really? on Sunday, and it's a good it's a good time. Let's it's, go. It's crazy. Open bar. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. We're down. Okay. It's Pride Week. Pride Week in San Francisco. <laughs> what are you guys, what is everyone else doing for Pride Week in San Francisco? 800-400-3697. we got to do something fun. Okay, let's talk to Sherry in Concord. Hi, Sherry. Hi. Hi. Um, I'm married, and I've been, I have two kids, and it just seems a lot of people have been calling in, and a lot of their problems, at least for me, sound like it stems from not being honest with their partners about what they want or like in bed. Right. Because some days, you know, I want really cuddly, and I want my husband to be really gentle, and other days, I want to play it rough and role play, and, you know, it just, I don't know, for us, we just tell each other what we want, and depending on the day. (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. How long have you been together? We have been together since, um, for four years now. Okay. So, not real long, but... I mean, since the beginning, three months after we started dating, we just have been very honest and open with what we like. Even when it comes to, like, sex isn't always, I guess there's a lot of different ways for us that it's sexual, but not necessarily, you know, the average sex, I guess. Right. Good so for you. you. Yeah, no you mix it up. Yeah. So you definitely, like, you do role-playing, you said? Yeah, I do role-playing, and sometimes, you know, if things just aren't feeling right for me, we'll talk about it. Sometimes just talking about sexual things can be a good sexual experience for the night. Like, we might tell each other the naughty things we want to do to each other. Right, but you won't even actually have sex, but you'll just yeah. talk about it? You guys yeah. are wow. the perfect couple. I know. It sounds That's like great. you have an amazing... And, I mean, I, I think the biggest piece just, of it... Oh, go ahead. For us, like, we read this Kama Sutra book, and we read a whole bunch of other books about sex and stuff because we're very sexual people. And the biggest thing that we read is that tell people what you like. You have to know what you like first, and right. then you have to tell your partner. Exactly. And, wow. And, Sherry, you're just touching the most important thing around sexuality, and this is communication. When you start communicating what you need and what you want and what turns you on, that's what allows the development of the sexual relationship. People kind of, like, expect, you know, that their partner's going to read their mind, and if they really love me, they would do know exactly what I want, and that's not happening. So well, that's a wonderful example that you're giving. Well, mm-hmm. and my friend says, well, I can't, I can't tell if he wants to be with me or not. And I was like, well, stop looking at him with kitten eyes across the room and tell him, well, you want me or not? Right. If you want sex, ask him if he wants you. If he doesn't, he'll say no. (laughs) Right. No, you sound like a good good person for her to talk to. You really, this is like the healthiest sex call. It's like, and you have such a well-rounded sex life. I don't know. For me, it's not something to be embarrassed about. For a while, my husband was because he's raised Catholic, but. There you go. I, you know, we were all raised Jewish, sin. so we're comfortable talking <laughs> about that. Right. <laughs> um, but no, that's that's it. So you kind of brought this out in your husband. Well, because I'm a very sexual person, and it's not something I feel like I ever need to hide or I need to make into something else. Right. And so, you know, I just would always ask, well, what do you want? What are you in the mood for? And this is what I really want. And Good for you. How do you think you got that way? Um, probably because I have five older siblings who are all very sexual. Okay. And they're very open about it. That's great, Sherry. So. I'm proud of you. (laughs) My hat's off you. Thanks, Sherry. Thanks for calling. Keep having good sex for everyone. That's great. I definitely will. Okay, good. Sounds like (laughs) it. I think that's interesting when Sherry says, like, I'm a very sexual person. I mean, do you think that most people could learn to say that? 
even if they're not right now, they can kind of learn to be like, I'm a sexual person after they take one year, you know. Definitely. It's not something you're yes. born with, per se. Like, you could become more sexual. Like, there's some. I think actually it is something that everyone is I mean, born with. I mean, you're born, you don't, you <laughs> don't you develop it's it taken away. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I think actually people are very, very sexual when they're born, and then it's sort of like our culture says, no, you can't be, and pushes us away from it, pushes us away from it, and then we can rediscover that part of ourselves. Right. And exactly. So, and so, um, you know, we help people rediscover, and yes, every person could say that sentence, I'm a very sexual person, but, you know, sometimes it takes a lot of work of uncovering what the culture has taught you you're supposed to do and not do. Right. Or and that's a lot of what want. your courses do too, right? Yes. You kind of like, okay, let's get it all out now. Like, yeah. what did you learn? What are these things that you tell yourself? And especially in individual sessions too. You know, we really go deep in those sessions and look back at their family experiences and their life experiences because you get a lot of lessons in your life about who you're supposed to be sexually. And so to un- take away the supposed to and find the I want to and like really listen to, you know, your your body and what it's saying, that's how we teach people so to do that. this is what you guys do on your one-in-one. Yeah. Yes. Less than Danielle.com. Yes. That's where they can find you. Yes. Right? Okay, let's talk to Candace in Fremont. Hi, hey, Candace. Um, so I had just been listening and um, could really relate to one of the earlier callers that was saying that she felt really disconnected um, to her de- different sexual partners because I had been like that in the past. Um, so much so that I would only be attracted to somebody if I knew that I wouldn't like, want to spend time with them. Okay. I don't know if that sounds weird. No, I've heard no, that before. Yeah. I've heard it. Yeah, we're like, I know, like, I would be attracted to them because I know I would never want to have lunch with them or anything. It would right. just be sexual, and then I know emotionally that I could be totally disconnected. Right. Um, and actually, the my most recent relationship, I've been really into that person, and the sex has been to a whole nother level. Where I feel like, oh, maybe it's that whole brain thing or something where it's emotional, but I've never had sex like this before. Like, it's incredible. Um, but I feel like where I'm at now and my question for you is that we've been together for about a year and a half and I've kind of been reverting into, um, picturing different people while we're having sex. Not anybody I've ever been with, but I feel like maybe I'm reverting to something that's not healthy and I just didn't know if that categorizes some type of fantasy or if that's something that maybe it's I should be concerned question. about. It's a great question, Candace. Thank you so much, Candice. It's, I think it's wonderful and there's not enough that's being said about fantasies and how people kind of use them in order to go over the, you know, like overboard and have, and climax and, um, we need fantasies and it, fantasies are wonderful and we can still be very connected with our partner, with our partners and still have fantasies. So there's nothing wrong with you. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're completely healthy. Oh, that's good to hear. It's <laughs> really so normal. Weird, but, Everyone I mean, does I it. haven't told my partner that I've thought about that, but I mean, it's just, it's interesting because it is, I think, in that realm of fantasy, it's not like I actually want to be with anybody else. I just, there's just something like erotic about it I guess I don't know and it's but. so fun sometimes you can talk to your partner about it and you can actually bring fantasies of other people into your experience you know where you sort of say even out loud what's going on through your minds with each other and share that and it like adds a whole different dimension so you know but you can decide is it something you want to share or not that's up to you but you know it's only it's only um, unhealthy if you're thinking I don't really want to be with my partner I'm not that intimate and I'm, I'd actually like to be somewhere else but you know if you're feeling great about your connection and you're having some fantasies while you're um, having sex, that's wonderful. And isn't that a lot of men do that too, right? You always hear that men do that a lot. Yes. 
more men do it than women, women. but yeah, but many many women do it too. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> they do. That's yeah. good. And, and seriously, sometimes that's the only thing that that someone needs just to go over the edge. You know, yes. just yeah. a, little, a little bit of fantasy. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Candace, sounds like you're right on right on cue here. Yeah. Well, you're, thank you for the feedback. Sure. Uh-huh. Keep All having right, a good time. Bye. Bye, bye, Candace. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, you don't hear a lot about that. The women are always concerned. Are you thinking about another man, woman while I'm having, you're having sex with me? But I guess you don't hear that often that, that women are doing that. Although they are, of course they are. But yes. I appreciate Candace's call. So what would you, Celeste and Danielle, say that, um, like, what are the most, I know this is the basic, but the, the common couple that come to see you, like, well, how would you describe your, like, your typical couple that comes in and what their issue is, if you had to? Yes, usually um, um, we get couples that have different desires in terms of one person want to have more sex and the other person want to have less sex. Um, and uh, another typical couple would be some couples that are in long-term relationship and just stopped having sex. So that would be like the two main. Yeah, that's the two. Yeah, okay. And so let's talk about the second one, just because that is just the, the number one thing that get asked. So just if we get into that specifically, the couple, long-term couple, they were having great sex, say, at the beginning, let's just say for sake mm-hmm. here, and, and they're not anymore because yes. they had kids or because something else happened, and they're concerned because they're like, am I ever going to get it back? And yes. so you do see them one-on-one, or maybe you th- take one of your courses, I mean, what would you suggest for a couple like this? What would happen on the first day? So usually we see the couple together and then we see them individually to see, you know, like people have different stories when we see them individually. Um, and we definitely work with them on, you know, like, first thing is, you know, like the beginning of relationship, everyone want to have sex. Right. You know, people are excited. The hormone supports the desire to have sex constantly. You know, women are not cyclical. It's like really exciting. But over time... Kids get in the picture, even if kids don't get in the picture, actually. Right. You know, people get wrapped up with their own lives and careers and kids and whatever is coming, and they forget to invest in sex. They, they forget. forget. That's it's just like life goes by, life goes by, and they're like, oh, look, we haven't had sex. Yes, that's usually, usually the main problem. They forget to invest in sex, and they forget to keep seducing each other. They forget to communicate around what they want about, about the fantasy, and they keep doing the same thing they did at the beginning, and that is boring, you like, know? Like, what kind of same things in the beginning, for example? Like whatever you know, like whatever people get into it. routines. Right. You know, they keep sex for late at night. They forget, you know, to seduce each other. They expect it, you know, they're gonna they're gonna be turned on immediately just by someone like you know, like, hey, do you want to have sex? That's right. not a seduction line. Or are you horny? That's not a seduction <laughs> right, line, right? right? <laughs> you know. So or I'm horny. Let's do it. Oh, that's the worst seduction. That line. is the worst. <laughs> yeah. It actually Women, takes away. <laughs> so let's let's get into seduction then, because we talk a lot about. I mean, you can't do all this other stuff. We need the seduction. So what are some seduction techniques that come up or that you would teach in this situation that we can talk about yeah i think we talk you know we teach men how well we teach men how to seduce women a lot and okay, it's so a lot of like ways to <laughs> say, pay things to say. <laughs> yeah um, i'm thinking like uh you guys are gonna talk about oh uh lighting candles oh, no. And, uh, no, no, no 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 all that no. kind of <laughs> stuff. i mean okay here's the truth of the matter for some people they really need to relax and have a transition i mean uh, women kind of like we're multitasking all the time and we've got 10 million things on our mind and we're like oh what am i you know i need to do this and that and the other thing and we sort of it's really 
really hard for us to focus in on one thing. And so sometimes we need a break. That's why sex happens a lot on vacation. And so if you can create a situation that feels like a vacation, like you are out of the moment, you know, like out, you know, even, even in your house. And that's why the candles and the bathtub and the wine, you know, like a bottle of champagne or something. That's why what that does is sort of says, okay, we're transitioning. But that isn't the only way to do it. And women don't only want like soft music and romance, you know, they want to be thrown up against the wall and, you know, said, oh my God, you're the most gorgeous woman that I've ever seen. Or, you know, much That's dirtier things than that on. that I couldn't even say on the radio. <laughs> exactly. And we teach men how not to throw to women it. up against the wall and do they you? have to practice. Yes. yes. You teach men how to throw women against the wall. Yes, men don't do that do. enough. In a good way. In a good way. In a loving, gentle, passionate way. Men do not do that enough. And we teach women to surrender to this. Yes. Because what we see a lot is women that are so tense that they might end up having sex because, you know, like many women don't get the sex that they want. Right. Unfortunately. Well, I find a lot of, that women like to be dominated. Oh, yeah. Know, like that. They love it. Definitely. Yes. Women yeah. love to be dominated. But many times women don't get, you know, like high quality sex and foreplay is like, okay, two kisses here, two kisses there, I'm done, you know. Exactly. So and that's, yes. And some men really commu- um, confuse dominance with like being mean. And those are two very, very different things. Like you can be so gentle and so seductive and so intense and so passionate and you can be really good technically and still be very dominant. You know, you can say, do this right now, or don't look at me, or, you know, just something that, like, mm-hmm. sort of, like, gets some, presses somebody's button. You need to find out what those buttons are. You need to talk about them. But it doesn't have to be mean. People get very confused right. about okay. that. okay. So these are some, I can't believe you teach yes. men how to throw a woman against the wall oh, yeah. in a loving way. And we do. Like, oh, yeah, of course. It's like, like 101. So that's a Danielle 101. Yes. Like, boom. That's against the first the wall. class. And what's amazing is that men actually learn, we, we not only teach them how to throw women Against the wall, we actually teach them how to do it with from a place of power and bring the desire to the picture. Because of just like doing the technique is not enough. So how do you yeah. do that then? The second part, feedback, feedback. You know, there's some things that are experiential that you right. can't talk about. You need to experience them. Okay. That's the difference in our coaching. But and it is really getting men connected with their own desire because men become very disconnected from their desire, especially if they are nice guys, because they think it's bad to really, really want a woman, and it's like that's what women want more than anything in the world. Right. They might not want it from the construction worker in their building, right. but they definitely want it from their partner, you know? And, and so, so men think that women don't and then they don't do it or the men think they get mixed messages that they're afraid they're going to get rejected. They're terrified of rejection. You know, I have this new like thing that I'm on right now. It's like practice getting rejected. You know, like just go up to people and talk to them, you know, ask them out. I'm practicing. I'm practicing being rejected these days. So. Yeah. Are you? Like, yes, absolutely. Because, you know, you want to, you want to like, it's like a, it's like a tally mark. It's like, okay, that means I did it. That means I tried. Like, that is a success in and of itself, you know? And yes, if you're the one, like, if you're a man, you're the one who's always going to have to be doing the, you know, the the first move, then you you have to get rejected. You have to learn how to do exactly. that. It's going to happen, you yes. know? So, but I but I was feeling bad that I was saying that and, and not trying it myself. So, I'm, you know, I'm going to go out and... Are you? Yeah, so are you single? Try to pick up women. You're single. <laughs> well, I'm not saying if I'm single or double, but, you okay, know. Okay, you don't have to say it. Just go out and do it. Uh, I also, like it. I want to add the, you know, the approach is many times that, you know, like men and women are equal. They are equal. They're equal in so many ways. We're very equal at work. We're doing the same things. Hopefully, you know, like we're, we have career opportunities mm-hmm. that are the same. But when it comes to the bedroom, women want to be taken. Women want to be taken care of. Women want to be approached. Women want to be seduced. So there's no, if there's no erotic charge, it's boring. Right. Exactly. So how do you tell them? So they seduce them, they throw them against the wall. What are some other things? 
the seduction phase. Is it hard to talk about because you have to show it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We would love to throw you against what the wall. About, yeah, <laughs> okay. We would. <laughs> well, it's only radio, you know. I just do not get thrown against the wall enough. I have to say, I like that. I can remember the times I've been thrown against the wall, like very clearly, and it is not happened in a while. It's hot. I think the, the guy doesn't know when the, it's the right time to do that. It's just to now. Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. It's now. It's tonight now. Tonight. And you know, now. and it's like when she's walking up to like be like, hi, how are you? With like a little peck on the cheek and then you just grab her, you know? Roll <laughs> against the wall. Yes. We actually have three workshops for men because, you know, there's a lot to learn about women. What are the other workshops for men that you guys have? So the level one is, you know, one-on-one. Women how to throw her against the wall. Okay. That's more level two, actually. That's more of level two because in level two we teach men about passion bring passion to 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 sexual relationship we teach about toys we we teach about uh female ejaculation and uh we um and we uh teach men how to throw women against the wall and the level (laughs) three we teach men how to dominate how to be dominant how to bring this dominance and how to do role play and really get into women's fantasies and understand them and ask her sort of like elicit them from her in a way where she feels really accepted and comfortable um, to talk about what she wants because you know every woman has a different fantasy about that you must have seen so many amazing stories and from couples Mm -hmm. just who went from like nothing to this amazing like having the the transformation is profound you know when we do those exercises with couples and we do it in individual coaching uh, coaching too not only in in classes you see a man that is like you know kind of like the posture is kind of like you know like low and you know not 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 confident he just like becomes taller and you know like high and confident and it happens in a second really yes it's profound. The transformation I, is profound. That is un- unbelievable. How about the hands-on part now in your classes? How does that incorporate? Like, let's say a man's class. How do the women? How are the women models involved in that? Yeah, well, we have both men's and women's classes okay. with hands-on, and and so basically, the the um, in the men's workshop, the women come in and the men get to practice all over body touch. Now, the men stay clothed and they wear gloves for certain parts of the touch, right. um, but they do get amazing feedback on um, you know what women want. And I'm telling you, it's not just the men who appreciate this. We have wives and girlfriends emailing us, sending us flowers to one workshop remember this one time yeah. like my man suddenly he looks at me in a way that he's never looked at me before it's like he has eight hands he's touching my body in a different way you know it's it's like changes their sex this life this is and, amazing and everyone should take your courses thank you <laughs> and in the women's workshop we have men male models and so they can learn how to be better lovers to men too do you want to yeah, he's volunteering to model yeah, no, 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 no no I'm good we'd love to have you I, I, can I just <laughs> can I rewind and go all the way back to square one because you're already talking about people that are already uh, there and they're already having sex and stuff like that. Do you have you in this course? Have you found uh, maybe the best opener of meeting somebody? I think that's the the biggest fear for guys. You know, when we go back to rejection, the best opener, like in a in a bar or in a club, or just the the best the best way to approach the best uh, opener is to be confident, not to fake it. Yeah, but what do you say after that? Yeah. You can you can you know stand up straight and all that. I'll but tell you what, I mean, what the best opener is to say just about anything. They have done research on this, so it turns out that if you just get connected with yourself and are really really sort of like comfortable in your body, you know, we teach people to take some deep breaths before they make the approach and to really find out wh- who they are as a man. You know, not like who should I be or who should I model myself after, because that's just faking it. And eventually, she's going to find out you're not that guy. So you might as well be the most powerful, confident version of yourself, and then whatever 
whatever comes out of your mouth at that moment, that's the thing that you're supposed to say. So it's not, you know, there is no, if you're, if you're using canned, like, hey, what's up? You know, you're going to sound canned. But if you're really connected with yourself, you're going to know what to say. You're going to be in the zone and you're going to be able to pick up women. Does that Successfully. Help? Yeah. It does. Because what do you do now? now? Me? You don't do it. Uh, I don't do anything. Okay. I, I've never asked a woman to dance in a nightclub ever. Yeah, honey, no. that's, that's sad. I'm saying I still, you know, I still approach women, but uh, yeah, and I don't know. It's it's in a weird way. What about working with okay, like the, the the woman's brain? They always say it's like she's the largest sex yeah. organ. I mean, what does that mean exactly? The woman's brain. Like, how do men have to get into her brain? Well, I think, you know, it has a lot to do with emotions. And this is why in our, in our um, men's workshop, we don't just teach technique. Because women go to sex for an emotional experience. That doesn't mean they want intimacy necessarily or to live happily ever after or to, you know, like, it's, it, but we do want to feel something. And so if you can get a woman into a place where she's really feeling something, just, you know, some kind of intensity, some kind of like, oh, he's taking me someplace that I've never been before, that's what turns women on. And so that, you know, those are the places that we teach men to take women, emotional experience, and also to deal with women around their emotions, which men get very, very overwhelmed Thank by. You. We have like a patented method that works Do you? fantastically. Oh, yeah. Level one. Level one, we level teach one. it in level, level one. In level one, it's yes. a patented method how men can do with all their emotions. Yes. if you yes. don't handle women's emotions, she'll never trust you to, she'll never trust you to really open up and be completely wild and sexual. Can I just get a list of the men who've taken your course? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to have to. Because that's what I want. I mean, yeah. seriously. You know, people can buy lists for certain things, yes. like political <laughs> candidates buy lists of people who are going to vote. And, like, I would just like to buy the list of the men who you think would be good for me who've gone through your course. That would make me really happy, and then yeah, not mess awesome. around. I like all the emotional connection stuff. That's really good. So, okay, what are your upcoming stuff that people can take your classes? So we have the men's become an extraordinary lover workshop on July twenty sixth. Okay, and we have the workshop for women. Unleash Your Magnetism, Drive Your Men Wild on September 12th. And we have a couples workshop on October 25th. Getting okay. ready for Halloween because, you know, it's the fantasy workshop. That so. is the fantasy <laughs> one. And then up until that point, people can just see you as individual counselors. Yes. Like you yes. always have open to therapy Yes. yes. Counseling. And it's CelesteAndDanielle.com. Yes. yes. Okay. Any parting words that we need to know? I mean, or... Anything new since I last had you, new techniques that you're developing that we haven't covered yet? Well, I definitely want to say check, you know, sign up on our Facebook page because we're on Facebook like everyone else on the planet. And, um, (laughs) new tech, I mean, I think we're coming up with new techniques and new ideas all the time, you know. I've been really impressed by the stuff that you guys have done. We have a newsletter that, you know, people can sign up for on our website. Every month we send out a sexy trick, you know, like how to be, you know, be an animal or, you know, like we just, and we teach, (laughs) we also talk about sex experiences that you can have in the Bay Area. I get them. and um, so it's a great it's a great way to kind of get updates on what's going on and and um, okay celesteandanielle.com yes that's easy you can find it on my website as well sexwithemily.com thank you so much for joining me tonight you're gonna have to come back there's always so much to talk about thank you it's yes, so fun talking with to. you thank yes. you okay thank you, we'll be right back with um, top ten sex tips you've never heard <laughs> and you're gonna want to hear them here okay we'll be right back. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. I need to tell you about one of the great companies that's keeping my show free. Who doesn't want to spice things up in the bedroom? Maybe you've been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie. Well, here's a really special offer for my Sex with Emily listeners. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. So this is a great time to try a couple's toy like the Lilo Siri or a vibrating ring or even a rabbit. 
But that's not all. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift. So sexy, I just want to surprise you with it. And to top it all off, Adam and Eve will throw in free shipping on your entire order. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type EMILY for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. So just use offer code EMILY at adamandeve.com. Thanks for listening. Hey, we're back. I love Celeste and Danielle. They're so good. They're awesome. Aren't they? I think we should take some of their courses. I mean, let me watch them first. You want to watch their courses? Watch first? the courses, and then maybe I'll take one. I think their courses are awesome. I'm just, I'm just shy. Other people, you can are jump a little right shy, in. aren't yeah. you? I'm totally shy. Oh, that's so cute. Okay, so that was really, really interesting. I have so many. Their workshops. Okay, so we're going to talk about this is the, the 20 favorite sex tips ever. I broke it down into 10. These are like going through all these sex tips of like what everyone's. I found this list, and it's like here's the top, and I picked out. Ten of them. And feel free to join me with your favorite sex tips. If you have anything at all, they are like, you know what, Em? This is what worked for me, and I want to share it with you, like something that you never would have thought or something that always worked for me. And Menace, you can also pipe in with your um, sex tips, too. I'd love to. Okay. Okay, we've got the first one. It's called the Randy Rub-A-Dub-Dub. Before you make love, take a bath together. Prepare the bathroom beautifully beforehand with fluffy towels and candles. Then put two drops of patchouli oil, three drops of sandalwood, and three drops of lavender oil into your bath water. Patchouli and sandalwood are two cents at aromatherapists. This is for this tips from 1987. Uh, they believe awakened sensuality. Now, if you're not down with patchouli. Is a guy supposed to do this or yeah, a woman, woman supposed to do Well, they do it together. The combination of scents and warm water sensations will completely prime your bodies and minds for a truly sensual and erotic experience. Lavender, sandalwood, and patchouli oil. I don't like the smell of patchouli. Uh, it, I don't know. Is it me? Am I just like... Uptight? Uptight. Do I just think that kind of stuff is just corny? Yeah. I mean, I can see what you're saying, why it's corny, but if... People, like, everyone here is complaining about sex. That's why we have the show that it's like, mm-hmm. it seems so silly, I think, to go through the threshold of like, oh, we're going to take a sexy bath. But sometimes that's kind of what you need to do. I mean, it is kind of corny. Yeah. But, I, I just feel, I don't know, sometimes, yeah, like the stuff with the candles. I mean, I, girls, I, I assume they like that, but sometimes I just think it's a little corny. Yeah, I know. Cornballish. Baths are nice together, though. Have you ever taken a bath with someone? Uh, not a bath, but I'm a big fan of showers. Remember, I was telling you that story yeah, about the you, shower. Yeah, I was. Uh, you were down at Coachella. Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't run each other. But I know, which is sad. Coachella is a big music festival in uh, Palm Springs, and uh, or Indio. And uh, I was having sex with this girl in a shower, and uh, she, it, you know, it's really hot down there. It's like, oh, this is like hundred degrees, hundred plus sure. degrees, and I take really hot showers. The girl, like, passed out. I thought she died. <laughs> she just passed out and just fell right there. Was it from your sexy lovemaking? Probably. You right. You know, because I'm sexy that time. good. But how, I mean, I literally, I thought she was dead. Oh, my God. But was I'm she... a, bit, a big fan of the showers, though. Showers, no, showers are good. Yeah. Showers are anything watery. Yeah. Hot tub. But I don't know about baths. Was she okay? 
Yeah, she was fine. You she, see her again? she came to, yeah. Okay, she came to, thank God. <laughs> um, we don't, we don't know. I would have had a barrier in the desert. Um, what'd you say? I would have had to bury her in the desert. Oh, God. Thank God. I'm glad you're all back. Okay. Okay, here's one. The unhand your man. Give your man a massage without using your hands. Before you begin, slowly undress your partner, but make sure that he stays warm. If the room isn't toasty enough, cover him with towels or sheets. Then keeping your hands at your side or behind your back, stroke his body with your face, hair, and, and breasts. Once he's totally relaxed, you can rub these body parts all over his body, and he'll be happy to rise to the occasion. So they're saying, don't go right for the main event. Mm -hmm. Just slowly massage your partner all over, not using your hands, but using other body parts. Yeah, but just don't take too long. It's called arousal. It's like turn. It's like desire. Yeah, but you ladies talk about how it's so fun to tease him and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not fun. Some guys really, really love that menace. To be teased? Yes. Menace, I swear to God. Yeah, but there's a, there's a point where it's just too long. Well, I what think. is too long? Three minutes? No, we're not talking here like an hour, but we're saying mm-hmm. even ten minutes is ten minutes longer than usual. Yeah. I think men like the tease. Ten minutes is a long time. Yeah. Men like the tease. What, are you going to set your stopwatch or something? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to put a buzzer. One of those little clocks that, like, you know, do, 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 all right, do, do. done. Oh, Let's menace. get to it. What are we going to do with you? Okay. Number four is the heavenly heartbeat. To feel more connected in bed, tune into each other's heart rate. Lay your hand on his chest and have him do the same. You might be surprised how easily you can become synchronized. Since heart rate speeds up during orgasm, if you stay hand to heart connected when you do it, you'll feel how wild you're driving each other. Crazy. It's a lot about your breath mm-hmm. and your heart rate and stuff during sex. Did you know that? That you can be, like, synchronized together? Yeah. Has a, has a man ever uh, checked your heartbeat? No, but maybe Well, women should. do that, right? What? They always, like, check a man's, like, heartbeat and how, you know, how fast his... I don't his, do that. You don't do that? Check I his heartbeat when? Yeah. Just, like, you know, during or after... Or, like, or, when you're lying yeah. on a guy's chest yeah. and you can hear his heartbeat? I love that. I yeah, love lying on a man's chest. women love doing that. Lying on a man's chest is, is, is the best thing in the world. Women are really into that. You're not into it? I found. You're no, hot. That's you fine. get hot and you want to roll yeah. over. I love cuddling and like, ugh, it's the best. But I just wanted to see if a man ever did man that. Man never checked out my heart rate, no. They should. They should? Mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't done it, but I'll do it since you, you mentioned it tonight. Okay. You will? With yeah. your next, with your next lover? Yes. Okay. Um, Marcelina wants to know if you checked after she fell out of the shower. Did you check her heartbeat? Oh, the uh, the girl <laughs> that passed out in yeah. the shower? Uh, yeah. Well, like, it was weird because her eyes, like, rolled back yeah. in her head and stuff like that. That's not good. It scared the hell out of me. I'm glad she's okay, Menace. Yes, have me too. To, okay. So the next one is putting on the Ritz. You know how, how hotel sex is always extra hot? Try recreating that away-from-home atmosphere in your own bedroom. First, purge your room of any family photos or office equipment. Then buy sheets with the highest thread count per inch count you can find. Look for 200 and above, which feels super silky to the touch without the cheesiness of satin. No satin sheets, men. You don't have satin sheets, do you? No way. Um, invest in some thick, fluffy robes to lounge around in. And for the ultimate hotel-style indulgence, set up a tray of champagne and finger foods to savor after you make love. You'll both feel like you're on an incredible vacation for the rest of the world. What do you think about that? I totally agree with uh, all that. 
I, I think men, I have to give advice to men, and you probably will agree with me. Invest in your beds. Yes. Invest I'm in your beds. So glad make you them said that. As nice as possible. We were totally talking about this the other night that like guys, like my friend was talking about the first time she went to her now husband's bed. It was like, she, like it smelled like sweat. He had just you could tell like the sheets were like from college and ripped and just oh yeah. You got guys got to have nice beds. Invest. It's, it's the like best thing. Like women love it. They do. It they says a lot it. about a guy too. Yeah. I you think you really need good sheets. Go to you know who's great sheets? Overstock.com. Yeah. I'm just gonna plug them. They've got amazing sheets, like five hundred, six hundred thread count, super cheap. You can get some sheets. It doesn't cost that much money, like sixty bucks. Mm-hmm. Get a new comforter. Menace, you have good sheets? Oh, I got yeah, I have a beautiful bed. I have a, a Simmons Beauty Rest pillow top. All yes. that. It is the best thing ever. And you got nice sheets. Yeah. What color? Uh they're brown. They're like tan, maybe. That's good for you, They're Menace, nice. all yeah. grown up. And then the, with the hotels, I love, love the W Hotel. Me too. I love they, the W Hotel comforter. Because they have the best. They have the best beds ever. I have a friend who just bought a bed from them straight direct. was uh-huh. like, I want one of your beds. And yeah. he bought the whole thing. They have the best beds. Yeah, they have one. There's a W Hotel in Newark, uh, surprisingly. Yeah. Right here in the Bay Area, and I, I, I could just live there. I've probably been there so many times. I it's love ridiculous. it. They have like the great down comforters, and absolutely men and your beds. You got to just if you're looking at your like, because men also don't realize they have like mm-hmm. scratchy old sheets. Yeah, that is such a turn off. Okay, so you got to do that, people. Get new sheets. Okay, here's the next one. I don't know how you're going to feel about this one. These are sex. T- these are the. These are the. 20 best sex tips ever. I'm reading my 10 favorite out of this list. If you have any sex tips to share with me at all that you're like, wow, this really worked for me or this is important or it didn't work, 800-400-3697. Yes, that is where we are. Okay, let go loudly. When you're sexually excited, really express yourself. Let yourself go in whatever way feels most comfortable. Scream your head off, laugh, shout his name, whatever you have to do. If you're embarrassed, just know that you're doing your partner a favor. The more you express your pleasure, the more you make him feel like the stud of the universe. Bonus, your orgasms will be even more powerful if you really let her rip vocally. What do you think about that loud uh, screaming woman? Uh, I I think it's good. Uh, me personally, I can't because I have roommates. So I, the oh, <laughs> I have close neighbors. I have close neighbors. Yeah. So it's usually me saying shut up or keep it down or be quiet. Hopefully not shut up. Maybe just shh. yeah. Shh. No, I've you know that's the problem about living in the city is that my mm. neighbors are I yeah, share a wall so. with them. Yeah. I know they hear me having sex. I know. I I swear somebody's banged on the wall before. I know that they're like, sex with Emily, she's having sex. Like, it's just, ugh, I know that they know that I do, and I know they hear me having sex Mm -hmm. sometimes. That's why you go to a hotel. Right. But they're saying here that you can recreate the whole hotel experience in your own room. But you're right, Mm -hmm. I always am like, and then the next day you're both going to work, I'm like, hi, hi, and they're like, they know I had sex last night and stuff. But, 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 let's just say you don't have the roommate, when you're not an urban dweller with a roommate, or with a... Uh, sharing a wall with somebody, it is good to like just let go vocally. Yeah. Be as loud as you want to. Okay, here's another one I like. Eyes wide open. Don't close your eyes during sex. This is a great way to explore more of the emotional side of intercourse. Start by kissing with your eyes open and looking at each other during foreplay. Gradually build up until you can sustain eye contact throughout both 
of your climaxes. You'll experience your orgasm in a different way. It's a revelation. With new eyes, like staring each other in the eyes. What, what do, do you think, think about that? I, li- <laughs> I like it. I like really? eyes open. Sometimes Not the whole time, but sometimes when you make eye contact with a guy, it's really hot. Yeah, but sometimes women make scary faces. Like, it's scary. What do you mean? I don't know. Like when they're, they're about like, to climax? No. Well, just the entire episode, It when they're looking at you, sometimes it's scary. Scary how? I don't know. They just, like, make it, like, like it a look scary... Like serial killers or something? Yeah, like a scary face. Like, they're looking into your soul or something. It's weird. I think you have intimacy issues. No, I'm just saying... I'm not saying every single woman, but sometimes it's scary. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're looking at you really weird. Sometimes you guys are scary, too. They're looking at you weird. They're just looking at you. They look scary. They look scary. I'm sorry. They do. They do. <laughs> okay. Well, here's another you one. You never had a guy look at you, he's looking at you, and it looks scary. A little scary. Well, maybe like at the end when he's, you know. Getting there. When he gets there. Mm-hmm. But I think it's hot. I don't think it's scary. I just think it's. Like, he's totally letting go and letting go. And I think that's hot. All right. When a man totally lets go. But I don't think it's scary, per se, men. It's like you do. I'm not afraid. Okay. <laughs> Another one. The kiss connection. Share a passionate 10-second kiss every single day. A lot of couples keep having sex but stop really kissing. That is so true. And that's a shame because it's such a wonderful, intimate act. So just go up and lay one on them. Instantly, you'll feel passionate instead of platonic. What a rush. I love the kissing. And I love kissing during sex. Yeah, kissing is awesome. Kissing? I'll agree. And kissing is a lot of, like, a lot of couples, yeah, have sex but stop kissing. And kissing is so mm. erotic. Do you like kissing in public? Um, not, like, majorly making out, but I will. Mm-hmm. Do, you kiss I people, do you kiss people in, uh, in nightclubs? Never, no. It's called cupcaking. Why is it cupcaking? I don't know. That's what people call it, cupcaking. Like when you're drunk and you meet someone and yeah, you're like, and making, you're like out. making out with them in a club and stuff no. like that. Kissing's so awesome, though. Kissing is awesome. Kissing is underrated. Yeah. I don't think that. I think that people stop kissing after a while. <laughs> I was at a, I was at a party last night and there was like of uh, these two guys like full on just making out. At the club, it was pretty funny. Really? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think that if you're with someone you care about, I don't know. I mm-hmm. guess I would. I, when I think of people making out at a club, it's usually someone who just met. Yeah. And they're drunk and they're sloppy fun. making out. But I know if I'm with someone, like with the guy I'm dating, I would, I guess mm-hmm. I'd make out with them. Yeah. And when you're going, okay, so how long should, I mean, it all goes back to foreplay. How long do you think, what's the time limit? How long do you have to be making out or kissing what before, you, you know, you get to... To what? To the action. It depends. I think you can still. I guess that. I guess you could still keep kissing while you're at the action. That's a thing. It's like doing the action but kissing at the same time, like making love but still kissing. Not the whole time, but going in and out of kissing. Yeah. But just to ask how long you should be kissing before you actually do something is just that's arbitrary. That that's arbitrary. Arbitrary. That's hard to say. It's getting late. I understand. It's getting late. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's hard to say, and it's hard to say. It's hard to yeah. say arbitrary. Arbitrarily speaking, it's hard to say, and it's hard to say what is the right amount of time to be kissing. I think you just kind of know. As long as you are still kissing, kissing is so important. I have something here too. Later, we can get to the ten. 10 things we learn through a kiss. Okay, so these are the top 20 sex tips. There's 10 of them that I picked out that I really think are the top, top, top. If you have any sex tips you want to share with us, 
that's like, you know what, um, here's one sex tip that always worked for me or what I've learned. Call me, 800-400-3697. Don't go to bed yet. We're on till midnight. Hmm. So, you know, everyone's got to work tomorrow. You know what I yeah. love that I don't have the Sunday night, like, blues anymore like I used to going to work the next day because I love doing the show. I'm all riled up on Sunday nights. Yeah. I'm excited. I love it. Okay, the sultry slow-mo. Here's the next sex tip. To surprise them and build anticipation, try doing the same things you always do in the bedroom, but slow down to one-fourth of your normal speed. You and your guy will have time to really bond, and since you're feeling, and since you'll be feeling sensation over a longer period of time, both of your climaxes will likely be out of this world. Slow it down. What do you think about that? I like it. Yeah, I like slowing down, but I don't know. I uh, The women just love you like running a marathon, man. <laughs> you really? know? See, I think that women like it slow. Really? Yeah, I think they do. I think that sex gets, you get into a, a routine of it being fast. Mm-hmm. And I think that the slowness can be so nice. It can be like so much more intimate and intense when you slow things down. I really like this tip. Like everything slow down, like the kissing slow down and the touching and the rate to which you undress each other. Slow it all down. It's hot. Yeah, I mean, I totally encourage that because guys run out of energy quickly. They do. They sweat. They get all hot and riled up. Yeah, and then they're ready to go to bed right after. (laughs) Not all men, but a lot of men fall asleep after sex. But we understand why. It's their oxytocin yeah. levels dive, and they um, are tired. It's just hormonal and physiological. Yeah, well, I think you need to tell that to more women because sometimes... But some men don't yeah. fall asleep after sex, but some guys are like, I'm like, one more thing, wait, and they're sleeping. Okay, the next sex tip is don't wait to exhale. You can actually use your breath to control your orgasm. With each exhalation, imagine that you're pushing the, you're the satisfying sensations throughout your body instead of just letting them build up below the waist. When you finally let go, you'll feel it from head to toe. You'll feel the whole climax from head to toe, they're saying, if you use your breath. A lot of climaxing is, is tied to your, your breath. A lot of really good uh, experiences like that is mm-hmm. when you synchronize your breath with your partner or even with yourself, you slow down your breath and you pay attention to your breath. See, you probably don't have issues with it. You always have the orgasm, but with women sometimes mm-hmm. it's a little more. I think a lot of guys hold their breath. They, they do. Yeah, they hold their breath in, like cut off oxygen to I think the brain. They do. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Do you feel like you hold your breath they don't, they don't know what to do, you know? They think that's what they're supposed to do. or I mean, they're focusing too much on what they're doing and they're forgetting to breathe. Exactly. I think I do that too. I think women do that. We always, I think that we a lot of times forget to breathe because it feels good and then you get like yeah. up here in your throat and you have to like, you get, you know, when your breath mm-hmm. gets up here and like it's above yeah. here and you have to just breathe all through your body. And they say that that's like the number one thing, like especially if women have a hard time climaxing, if you focus on your breath, that it can really help. Yeah. Maybe they should get in scuba gear with air. Sure. Whatever you want. Hey, that goes to the next one. Strut your stuff. The next time you go out with your man, wear your sexiest outfit. Go ahead. Flirt with strangers and turn some heads. Tease. It's easy to forget you're still attractive to other members of the opposite sex when you're in a committed relationship. But sometimes you have to remind your guy that you're a prize, not an appendage. 
it really turns most guys on to know that they have someone other men want to be with. And it can be a tremendous ego boost for you too. When you feel sexy, you are sexy. Once you return home from your diva date, you won't be able to keep your hands off each other. How would you feel about that? It's true. I don't know. There's there's some things like uh, you're dating a girl and she's she's really hot, and, and but she talks to everybody that talks to her. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of a turnoff. You know, when you go out and you know there, she's like kind of that flirty. She's flirty with everybody mm-hmm. because you know she's hot and everybody wants to talk to her. But it, it's more of a turn on if if she's like focusing on me. You know, and then she, you know, gives kind of the other people like one word answers. That is right. I think that's totally. I guess it. they're saying if things in your relationship have gotten kind of stale, yeah. if you go out and she's sexy and flirty, and you see her in that realm, and mm-hmm. you're sexy and flirty, then I mean, then she's sexy. Then you're going to want her and desire it more. That you're just kind of yeah. doing this outside thing. Yeah, I don't really. You're not down with that. I'm not down with that. Because I want to know that she's there for me. Yeah, I mean, I guess she is there for you, but this is a way to spice it up so she feels sexy that other men desire her and that you still desire her. But I, I see what you're saying. Okay. We have another one. We have the grab and go. If you're turned on at an inopportune time, act on your feelings. Although it feels a bit naughty, a quickie will help you stay faithful. People often have affairs solely through the illicit rush from doing something bad. Quickies allow you to experience all of the having an affair thrill with none of the cheating. So you have a quickie and you... Yeah, it builds a rush because you're so used to just kind of mm-hmm. like got to make time for it and you just like have this quickie. It's kind of like probably what they were talking about earlier with our, our guests where you kind of just grab her and, you know. What do you think about that throwing up women against the wall? Oh, no, I think it's awesome. I think that's, they love that. I love that. Celeste and Danielle. Yeah, I think uh, women do love that. Yeah. They love, I, I think that's the best thing is, you know, dominance, being dominant, you know. And you feel comfortable being dominant with a woman? Yeah. Because I think that's what they like. Okay. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely, absolutely right. Okay. Hmm. We have one more. All right. Okay. You ready? I'm ready for it. You ready for it? Okay. Finger food foreplay. Have a romantic dinner without utensils so you can feed each other. There's something sensual about placing food in your partner's mouth. It's such fun, especially when you serve stuff that's not supposed to be eaten with your hands, like salads or pasta. After a meal like this, serve yourself for dessert. What do you think about the food thing? Uh, are we talking about, like, again, where I think stuff is cheesy and it might not be worth the whole, uh, strawberries? Yeah, and all I guess that so. Stuff. See, all of it is kind of cliche, but sometimes yeah. it can be kind of hot to play with food. It can, just now and then when you've been doing everything the same way. Mm-hmm. Okay, those are my sex tips. Those are like 11 of them. Okay, let's right. talk to Scott in Alameda. Hey, Scott. Hi there. Hi, Scott. Thanks for calling Sex with Emily. Thanks for having the show. Um, my sex tip is uh, termed rotating the crops. Okay. And the, the idea is that when you determine something that really works for your partner, not to persist at it too much, but to put it in the back pocket Keep exploring, find something else that works, then rotate back to the first. And the idea is to get 
as many balls in the air as possible so that you can juggle the things that they like the best without overdoing any of them. Huh. I, that's a good point. So, and have you found that you've been with people who have enough of those things to build up? Well, I find that sometimes you know some of the things based on the partner, things that, you know, work for your partner. And then other times it's a matter of continuing the exploration and not kind of falling into the old easy ways to necessarily do it. So it kind of creates a combination of creativity as well as remembering your resources. Yeah, I like that. I like that you you have a lot in your back pocket and you use them on rotation. Is there anything that you can tell us, any kind of sex things that you've learned? That we could that you could share on the radio. Um, you know, actually, the the ones that I mentioned to your uh, screeners that said were inappropriate. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> there's other they're inappropriate. I'm sure they're great, but we just can't talk about them on the air. Yeah, but um, I think people get the idea. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. I appreciate it. Have a great night. Anyone have any sex tips? Your your one standby sure thing that always works for you. Eight hundred four hundred. Three six nine seven. We have a very limited amount of time. Oh, we have very limited. How much time do we have? Like three minutes? Uh, yeah, I would say two minutes. Two minutes? So yeah. we got to wrap up? This was such goodbye. a good show. Oh, I had the best time ever. Yeah. This was a great show. Love my guests. Love the show. Thank you to Fox from Daisy of Love. Menace, I never would have watched that show if you did not bring that to my attention. You're, you're going to be hooked now. I'm hooked on it. He's cute. You want to see? He was really nice. Very nice. Thank you. I think he kind of gets a bad rap because television can make you out to be whoever they want. But he be. had a girlfriend. Yeah. But you said it wasn't a big deal. When it's not a big deal. I've had boyfriends that didn't know about other, other boyfriends. <laughs> it goes both ways. I mean, yeah. I'm not defending his actions, but I mean, uh, as a pr- I'm not trying to date him, so I think right. I think he was he cool. was cute. And then Celeste and Danielle, sex coaches. You can find them at celesteanddanielle.com. They really are doing some groundbreaking work. There's a lot of people teaching sex stuff in the Bay Area, but they're like the like they're like some of the best. I have to say, I really, truly, truly believe that that you should check out their courses and so I want to thank everyone for um, listening tonight and I want to thank my producer Menace and Marcelina the jack of all trades over there love you Marcelina and the show will be podcast you can find it at sexwithemily.com and so thanks for listening was it good for you email me feedback at sexwithemily.com sex toys aren't just for women Go to sexwithemily.com slash fleshlight to discover the best sex toys for men. The Fleshlight. A lot of guys say it feels even better than sex, and it helps build stamina, meaning you'll last longer in bed. Go to sexwithemily.com slash fleshlight to see my fleshlight recommendations and get one tonight.